0: And welcome to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. We are within our second week of Dash Classics Volume 2, and it has been so good. We're going over the top thought-provoking podcasts of 2019. Last week, we talked about deciding what's best and not just what's good. And this week, we're going to be talking about miracles. Dr. Dixon has said that this is a season of miracles. And she has the how-to steps on how to receive a miracle. So right now, I challenge you to open your spiritual eyes and watch God do miracles that will blow your natural mind and take you on a journey of your life. Well, bless the Lord, O my
1: soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Do you know we're in a season of miracles? This is the season for it. Well, let's talk today about how to receive a miracle in your life. A miracle. Let's first define what it is. It's a supernatural intervention of God. I say it all the time. And all of us have needed a miracle in the past. Need one now. Or we'll need one in the future. Well, the problem is that most believers today don't know how to receive a miracle from God. And the best advice is don't wait until a storm hits to learn how to believe God for a miracle. During a storm, emotions will cancel out your faith. So I'm giving it to you today. Amen. I want you to see and learn how to believe God and receive a miracle in your life. Now, it's good to clarify the difference between a blessing and a miracle. I talk about this all the time, too. But I want to share this with my podcast audience today and those that have heard it from me before. It will refresh your mind on this topic. (laughs) Okay. now the difference between a blessing and a miracle. A miracle is a supernatural intervention of God in a crisis situation. A blessing is still God's power, but it flows through natural channels. Blessings are better than miracles in my perspective. I said this all the time too. And the reason I say it is that if you live your life from one miracle to the next, you're going to live from crisis to crisis. It's better to be blessed with good health than to always need divine healing. God's will is for us to walk in blessing. That's a whole nother topic by itself. Now, we all need a miracle at some time. To simply jumpstart our faith, okay? In order to take take that step, some of us need a miracle to do it. And if it weren't for miracles, we wouldn't grow to the point where we could walk in the blessings of God. Ah, did you get that? Most times believers believe that God does miracles. Yes. But simply believing God is able to do it, it's not enough. You must know how to receive it. Many times I've seen that believers, you know, you just wish and you hope it happens and you think it's no way to grab a hold of miracles and make them happen. That's not what the Bible teaches. God is predictable and orderly. Now, I know we don't know the mind of God and everything, but let me tell you, there's some things that you can predict and know that if I walk by faith, God is going to meet my faith. (laughs) If I'm believing God by faith to do it, he's going to do it. Oh, yes. And he's going to do just what I need to be done. It may not be what you want, but it'll certainly be what you need. And he will work it all together for your good. Now, that much is predictable and it is orderly. He doesn't do one thing this time and another thing another time. God created this world and everything physical around us. And the physical world is orderly. God is the same yesterday, today and forever. He is forever faithful. Faith is governed by laws. Romans three twenty seven says, Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law? Of works? Nay, but by the law of faith. The kingdom of God operates under law. It is consistent. When somebody's killed due to the law of gravity, we may wonder why God did that. He didn't. But there are laws that he put in place. You jump off of that cliff, you're going to fall. Gravity says that, You jump off of that building, you will be killed. If you cooperate with God's laws, you'll be fine. If you ignore those laws, you can be killed by the laws intended for your good. It's the same with the spiritual laws of God. So how do you receive a miracle from God? First, you must recognize that miracles are not just hit and miss. You can tap into a miracle. You learn the laws of God and how they work and miracles will happen. I'm not saying you can push a button and God pops out or you can make God do whatever you want. I'm saying God is turned on all the time and anytime you get tuned in, Mm. you can see the power of God operate. Anytime you turn on his channel, get turned on by the word of God. God is always one to move on your behalf. God is for you. He is a good God. God desires for you. To prosper, that's in the Bible, Psalms 35 and 27. God's will is for you to be healthy, 3 John 2. God's will is for you to be above only and not beneath, Deuteronomy 28 and 13. You are the one who controls God's ability in your life. God doesn't. It is your choice. Oh, remember the beginning podcast last year? It's your choice. It is God's power and his ability, but it's up to you. The scripture says in Ephesians 3 and 20, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, all right, listen, according to the power that worketh in us. Many people leave off that last phrase. I never do. According to the power that worketh in us. If there is no power in you, you can stop God's intervention in your life. God has chosen to never violate your will. God has chosen to flow through you. Satan can't stop God's power, but you can. God wants you to have a miracle, but you have to stop waiting and start believing. Mm. The most important miracle in the Bible is the virgin birth of Jesus. God came and lived in a physical body. Now, that's a miracle. The account is found in Luke 1. The angel came and spoke to Mary of this miracle. And the miracle happened when Mary answered in verse 38, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. When God creates, he speaks it into existence by his word. God did all his miracles by the spoken word. In Genesis, he created the world by the spoken word. Hebrews 11 tells us through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The important point is that your words are involved in your miracle. Many times you can pray and um, you put prayer above all and believe that if you pray, it will happen. Yeah, prayer is good now. I'm not canceling out prayer, but prayer is like water or fertilizer that you put on the seed. But without planting a seed, watering is useless. If God was moved by need, every person's need would be met. Also, those in the worst situation would get their needs met first. That's not true. You must plant a seed which is the word of God. First Peter one and 23 says being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. We are born again of incorruptible seed, the word of God, the word seed, mm-hmm. the word, the word of God, but you see, when you see the word seed, incorruptible seed, this scripture means sperm. We are born of a supernatural union and the seed of the word of God. Mm. Farmers believe that if you plant wheat, you get wheat. If you plant corn, you get corn. They do not question it. They are simply laws. Everybody agrees with that in the natural. But when it comes to spiritual things, most people don't believe that. But the truth is, if you aren't reaping what the Word of God says, you haven't planted what the Word of God says to plant. You reap what you sow. If the word of God is primary in your life, you're going to get the results of the word of God. That doesn't mean Satan won't fight you and you won't have problems. The end result will be you're going to have what the word of God says. Satan may fight you. But you'll win. Many of us know this intellectually. But in our hearts, there is fear or reservation. You don't have the absolute confidence that God's word is going to prevail in your life. Romans 8 and 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. If all of you think about what God says, and you think about what is in the word of God, and, and that's all you think about, and you're just thinking about it, that's all you get. A thought. You may not be thinking I want to be sick, but your thinking has been sick. Proverbs 4 and 22 tells us that the word of God is life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Mm. I need to just give you a Salah moment. Salah. What does that mean? Pause and think about that. When God wanted to bring Jesus into the earth, he couldn't just create Jesus. God gave all authority over the earth to man. God did not rule directly over the affairs of the earth. After man blew it, God couldn't come down here and intervene. He had to work through man. God was looking for a man to flow through, but couldn't find one. So he had to come himself. Isaiah 59 and 16. In the virgin birth, the word of God was the seed. Everything else about the birth was natural. God spoke that miracle into existence. I believe every one of us has a spiritual womb where the word of God enters in and germinates and we conceive a miracle. Mm. Sometimes you may receive a miracle as a gift through someone else's faith. You can't depend on someone else. God wants you to be able to conceive a miracle. That's why I've been talking about faith and how to walk in faith and not by sight. And how the fact that it is receiving of the word of God, because when that scripture was written, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. They did not even that printing press hadn't even been invented at that time. So it's hearing Jesus's words being spoken, Mm. meditating on that word day and night, and you will get spiritually pregnant and bring forth fruit. It's impossible to have a miracle without planting the word of God. (laughs) Oh, yes. One farmer thought he could violate the laws of God and he waited to plant wheat until everyone else's wheat was about ready to harvest. He planted $100,000 worth of wheat that month before harvest. Just a month before. Hmm. When it didn't come up, he lost his money. He came and wanted to get prayer. But let me tell you, prayer doesn't work that way. It works. But not that way. (laughs) If you don't sow a crop when you want a crop, let me tell you, just wanting it is not going to bring it to patch. Can't just think it. And many times, you know, some of you haven't had seed planted in you, but you want the crop. There's a time of sowing and there's a time of reaping. Galatians 6 and 9. That's why it's so important to get, get the word down on the inside of you. We don't just naturally grow up believing God. It takes renewing our minds. God's word is the most important step to receive a miracle. Romans 10 and 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You can't just know the word intellectually. You must meditate on it. And when you do that, it becomes a living and active on the inside of you. <laughs> most of the time I found that people don't meditate, but you've got to meditate. They don't meditate as you should. You're so occupied and don't have time and You get upset with God when you don't receive your miracle. That's just as foolish as the man who didn't plant his seed but was upset when he didn't receive a crop. If God's word is planted in your heart, you will receive it. It doesn't matter what you feel. God's word will produce a miracle. (laughs) I'm not finished with this topic. I'm going to have to talk some more about it, but you got enough to chew on right here. You know, you won't get a crop if you don't plant seed. And the seed is the word God. Of God. And when you plant it, you will get your miracle. You can't be in a hurry. Uh uh-uh. It will process by faith. But if you will plant the word of God in your heart, you will receive the harvest from that word. It don't matter what the devil does. God's word will produce a miracle. Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. (laughs) I am Carol Dixon, and
0: this is Dash. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Dash is here to serve the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can listen to this podcast and previous podcast episodes again and again. Also, share Dash with neighbors, friends, and family members by sending the podcast through email, text, and Facebook. If you need more information about Dr. Carol Dixon and Dash, go to caroldixon.net. We'll see you next week.